shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice right here on the Voice America Kids Network. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juwan. Today on the show, we are discussing what it means to be responsible. Being responsible means being dependable, accountable, having integrity, and walking your talk. It also means having the authority to act and do a great job. We believe in those qualities. Before we talk about the importance of being a responsible, trustworthy individual, we want to announce the 10th annual National Be The Star You Are essay contest. It launches later this week with the theme of what it means to be an American. You can win prize money, books, and radio interviews. Check out StarStyleRadio.com and go to events for more information and guidelines. Now back to our topic of the day, responsibility. And today... Today, we'll talk to our Global Youth Talk reporter, Ryan Sim, about what it means to be responsible. Hello, Ryan. Oh, hi, guys. So, so, what does it mean to be responsible? Okay, so I want to just start out with an example. Let's say that you're on your way to school, and every morning that you go to school, you pass by a shallow pond. But one morning, you notice a child has fallen in and appears to be drowning. Wading in and pulling the child out would be easy since you're tall and strong and the pond is pretty shallow. But it would mean that your clothes would get wet and muddy. And by the time you go home and change, you'll have missed your first class. Do you have the obligation to rescue the child? Of course. Does it make a difference that there are other people walking past the pond that would equally be able to rescue the child but are choosing not to do so? Of course not. The fact that others are not doing what they ought to do is no reason why you should not do what you ought to do. The obligation to help others is fundamental to the set of international security and human rights norms known as the responsibility to protect, or R2P. This idea of a moral responsibility to prevent and stop genocides, war crimes and ethnic cleansing, and crimes against humanity was codified in international law in December 2001 by the UN General Assembly. It was groundbreaking because it gave countries a legal basis to intervene in other countries in which human rights abuses were occurring. But not only did it give countries a legal basis to intervene, it also gave them both a legal and moral obligation to intervene as well. This is especially relevant in the case of Syria. According to CNN, more than 100,000 people have died in the Syrian conflict, which has raged on for almost two years now. Millions of people are displaced. And just recently, chemical weapons were revealed to have killed over a thousand Syrian civilians. 
In light of the recent discovery of chemical weapons, which has been categorically banned by international law, Obama and other world leaders are seriously considering containing this Syrian conflict. However, there is a large block of politicians who say they don't want to endanger U.S. soldiers or have something equivalent to the wars in Afghanistan and Iraq happen again, and these concerns are understandable. Therefore, when it comes down to these issues, we ought to look at both sides. We need to weigh our national interests, and we need to also weigh the well-being of the international community. However, we, all, we must also realize that when the Holocaust ended in 1945, almost 70 years ago now, we took up the mantra never again. We would never let people senselessly die when we had the power to do something about it. And it just comes down to respect too. Treat others the way you want to be treated. If our country were in chaos, we would want other countries to step in and stop the massacres as well. As the Nobel laureate Eli Wiesel warned years ago, to forget the Holocaust is to kill twice. Let's commit to our responsibilities towards others. Well, I think that this was a really awesome segment just because of the fact with everything going on in Syria right now, I thought that this was really, really relevant and I loved everything that you said. But my question is, how do we know R2P won't, take it, won't be taken advantage of for things like imperialism? And I think that's a really good point to make about R2P, how sometimes countries might be using it like to their advantage. They might be saying that, oh, this country looks like it has human rights abuses happening in it. So we're going to go in and we're going to try and take control of their government so that we can take advantage of their natural resources or whatever um, sort of resources that they have. And this even happened at the start of World War II. Hitler actually said that the areas surrounding Germany, which had some of these Germans in it, they, they said that human rights, Hitler said that human rights abuses were happening to these Germans, which gave him the ability to intervene in these areas. So we can see that sometimes this idea of intervening in these other countries for humanitarian purposes can be taken advantage of. However, in the case of responsibility to protect, the, that there's safeguards involved with responsibility to protect because you have to have a vote on it in the Security Council. So if all of the world leaders agree that there's something wrong that's happening, such as in the case of Syria, then you'll get the legal basis to intervene. And I also agree with what Caitlin said. Like, I love how you tie in everything from responsibility in our daily life to what's going on in current events today. And do you think young people today are responsible in general, like from the revolutions in Syria to walking to school? Like, how responsible do you think our society is today? Well, I think that um, there are different expectations for responsibility like for example in Syria their responsibility that um, the young people might have to uphold to is to like they must they need to when they are posting things on the social media when they're trying to rally people hmm. around this flag sort of against the government yeah. then they just need to be responsible in that way but here in the United States, we don't really have that problem. So mm. I think our responsibilities are a little bit different. As students, just like around here, we might have the responsibilities to, um, you know, go to school, you know, walk, to, um, not cause any trouble and <laughs> that sort of stuff. So I think the responsibilities differ in that aspect. 
That's actually a really, really interesting point. Just all across the world, people's responsibilities are very, very different from protecting their families' lives to doing their homework every single day after school. They're totally, completely different mediums, but I think that that's really important to mention that all around the world, there are these really serious issues going on. And like we said earlier, it is really important to remember these issues that are going on and then tie it in with responsibility. So how can we become more responsible, especially as young people, we're going off into college, how can we start to hone those skills? Well, I think that responsibility just comes from experience. Because when you're young, you don't really have much responsibilities because you haven't really experienced life yet and people don't really expect much of you. But as you get older, your expectations and your duties that you have to fulfill like exponentially grow and with that your responsibility should grow as well so I think like while you're getting older responsibility is something that sometimes naturally happens as a result of experience but not only that like to gain responsibility you just need to have these you need to surround yourself with good role models you need to surround yourself with good people who are driven who are motivated and are responsible for their own actions that they do. And do you think that people are responsible, like do you think that we as the US are responsible for international concerns like in Syria or Pakistan or Afghanistan? Well, like I said earlier, I think that we really need to weigh our national interests mm -hmm. versus the inter the international interests of the entire community of the entire international community because the entire international community, they would like it if the U.S. could stop every single global conflict that goes on out there. But unfortunately, like as we know, the U.S. just doesn't have the resources, sometimes the money, the soldiers to be able to go into every single country out there. So even though we have this responsibility, we also have to be practical in a way. So we might have to pick and choose at times, but we also have to remember that we fundamentally have this responsibility to our fellow human beings. Yeah, I really agree with that. Like, it's part of responsibility just to be able to know what's best for you compared to what's best for other people and how you can make both interests work. And I also think that, you know, if we want to be able to have the ability to help others, then we might even have to just help ourselves first. Yeah. So we are out of time for now, but thank you, Ryan, for all these insights about current events and responsibility, and it's time for a break. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin. Stay with us because next segment, our guitar-playing competitive swimmer, who is also our social networking reporter, Alex Lee, gives us tips on how we can be more responsible on the Internet. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids radio network. The later it gets, you're listening to Voice America Kids.
You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Juan. Last segment, our Global Talk reporter, Ryan Sim, talked about Syria and the global conflicts and our responsibility in daily life. Now our hashtag reporter, Alex Lee, adds the responsibility conversation with social networking and media. Hi, Alex. Hey, everybody. It's Alex, your social networking reporter here on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Today, I'm going to talk about how behind every footprint you leave on a social networking site, there must be always a seed of responsibility behind it. These days, it seems like everyone's on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Even while we're walking in the halls or driving our cars, we always seem to be so happy when we receive a like, a heart, a retweet, or, or, or a reblog. But we're, so always, we're always so eager to check our phones and our notifications, and we check it whenever we feel a vibration in our pockets. I'll even admit it. I walked into my friend while looking at my phone in the hallways. Oh, but it wasn't awkward because she was on her phone too. With every action comes responsibility, especially with regards to social networking, both on the computer and on our phones. Not only does it require mental responsibility, but it also requires physical and sociological responsibility as well. Whoa, whoa, now let's slow down. Now let me ask you something. When I say the word social networking, what's the first word or phrase that comes to your mind? Many of you will probably say Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or something like that. But how many of you thought of something along the lines of cyberbullying or something like addiction? And to those of you that did, props. I hate to say it almost every time I'm reporting on this show, but seriously, you need to know what you're doing online. One word can mean a million different things. Each person takes it to a certain degree of meaning. As confusing as it may sound, we need to say things that can have the exact same meaning to each and every single person you're projecting it towards. My school, Akalani's High School, has a group on Facebook called Akalani's Compliments, run by an anonymous person or group, who knows. People get a chance to write a really nice compliment or something encouraging to someone completely anonymously so that the person receiving the compliment or encouraging words sort of has to figure out who could have written it. Despite the anonymity of this group, the writer of the compliment could actually choose whether or not he or she wants to reveal his or herself. Personally, I believe it's a great way to get, uh, to get to really bring out the good in you and to show responsibility online rather than doing idiotic things like calling people derogatory terms. Now, physically, we ought to be responsible. Like I told you in the beginning, I walked into someone while looking at Facebook on my phone. We have to be responsible of what's going on around us in the process of socially interacting with people online or on the phone. Know what's going on and make sure that you're actually talking to people face-to-face -face also. Honestly, there's nothing more I could say. It's that simple. Know what's going on around you, especially online, and don't crash into people. Also, it's simple. Don't do stupid things. And to those of you who haven't felt changed yet, I leave you with a simple question. What's the point? 
That is actually a really, really interesting segment that you just talked about. And I never really looked at responsibility and social networking in that light. So is it true? Do people really spend too much time on social networking sites that they don't have responsibility for their actions? Yeah. Every day in the lunch line or like in the hallways or something, people are just on their phones liking things on Facebook and double tapping pictures on Instagram. And they like talk, they still talk to each other, but all I could hear is jumbles of word while they're just scrolling along on their phones. And do you think this affects people's schoolwork and school performance? I mean, I think it really affects them a lot because, like, I'll even admit it, like, sometimes I'm boarding class, I don't even bother to listen anymore, you know? I just like to go on Twitter or, like, Instagram and just, uh, and just, like, just go on my phone and just, like, scroll on, like, Facebook or something, you know? So, like, I look up sometimes to pretend I'm actually paying attention. But, like, you know, like, everybody does that these days, so. And about that compliments page that your school has, which I think is a great, great idea, does it really work? For example, if someone was in a bad mood, could someone just write a compliment and cheer them up like that? And it actually reminded me when you were talking about it, I heard about a boy um, before. I don't remember his name, but I remember he started a Twitter account um, for, for his school, and basically... He anonymously gave compliments to people, so it was kind of like that same sense. So I thought I thought that was like really really interesting. Then when everyone found out it was him at his school, people were really surprised, um, but they were happy as well because I think that his compliments really changed a lot of people and it really transformed their day. Yeah. Yeah, I also want to add to into that because my school also had one of these compliments pages, and I don't know, it lasted for like two or three months before it kind of died down. But I really liked it personally, and it was just so cool seeing how like someone could say something really nice about anyone in the whole school, and it wasn't just like the same people getting the compliments. It was a whole variety of students of all classes, and it was just a great social bonding. And no one knows to this day who started that page, but. It was really appreciated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, it's it's really simple. Like, I actually wrote a compliment for one of my friends. She's in my, <laughs> and, like, she was I, she's one of my band friends, and she was just having a bad day getting, like, called on by, like, her te- by our band director a lot and, like, getting made fun of and stuff. And, and then, like, the next day she was just really happy. And, like, I, and, like a couple of days later I just finally got the courage to tell her that I wrote it. <laughs> and just really happy and, yeah, it was just it was just kind of weird because I didn't expect that kind of a reaction. Yeah, and on the other side of the spectrum, there is the also the comments page, but I know there are lots of confessions pages too. Like the school yeah. down the road from where I live, they had a confessions page, and this got mm-hmm. a lot of backlash from their school and also from people at my school. So, can you explain what that is in detail? Um, okay, so confessions pages—they're basically like a page where people could anonymously post. Just simple confessions or funny stories that they would like to share, but then like it evolved over time, like and it it grew and gained followers in just a blink of an eye, and like the stories evolved from being funny confessions to stories like, oh, I was so drunk at this party, like what what a great party and stuff like that, and like obviously this is not responsibility, like like people think that no one knows who they are, but like people could comment saying like, oh yeah, like oh, that was such a great party, and then people would know who like went to that party because they know who commented, and it just leads to all these problems. Wow, that actually sounds like a horrible idea. Yeah. Not a very yeah. good website. I know right now what's really popular, at least in my school and New Jersey in general, is ask.fm. 
And a couple of years ago, Form Spring was very popular as well. It's where you okay. can ask people anonymous questions. And I think that there's this, people get really, they really love the idea of being able to be anonymous behind a computer screen. But I think that it's really dangerous and that most teenagers should really try to steer clear of those types of websites. It's really not a good thing and it just leads to a lot of trouble. Um, but anyways, going off on a tangent, how do you think teenagers could be more responsible as to what they're doing in general rather than just on social networking websites? Well, like, I'm pretty sure everybody says this, but, like, they don't really think about it a lot. But you just have to have common sense. Like, use your brain because we have one <laughs> for a reason, you know? And, like, you can't just – you can't be too presumptuous about uh, of people and, like, always try to be happy about the good things life has to offer. Yeah, yeah and I, I definitely think, agree with that. Yeah. Yeah, and I think just general responsibility. People have to remember that your future employers could be looking at your Facebook page or yeah, colleges sure. could be looking at your Twitter account. I think that you just have to be really responsible and just ask yourself, how would you feel if your parents saw that post? How would you feel if your grandma saw that post? You know, you yes. have to really put that into consideration. Yeah, like... So many people at my school these days, like, they don't, they post things and they, they just delete them because they realize that, like, they shouldn't have been posting that. Yeah. yeah. There's, like, this sense of security being behind your computer. Like, you feel that you're alone and it doesn't affect anybody, like, what you're yeah. doing. And so, yeah, you have to really think that, would I be doing this in person? Yeah. Like, yeah. And I, I think. Just, what, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I think that what a really scary aspect of the internet, too, is that once you put it out there, it is out there forever. It doesn't matter if you delete it because someone could very easily screenshot it, especially if you have an iPhone. You just press the home button and the top button. It's very, very easy, and it's kind of scary in that sense. You just have to be careful because even if it's deleted, it is still out there. Yeah, and especially I was going through uh, Instagram today, and I saw this picture of um, like a 9-11, and he took it as a joke, and he's like, and I don't, like, he said, like, my name is Osama bin Laden, and this is Jackass, like, relating to the movie. And I just, like, it was just horrible, and had, like, over, like, a thousand comments saying, like, you're, you're like, stupid and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, people should really be res more respectful and responsible online. And on that note, thanks for all the great advice, Alex. And now it's time for a break. We'll be right back. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. Visit us at expressyourselfteenradio.com and check us out on Tumblr at btsyaradio.tumblr.com. Every week for the Paper Hope Street Team. None of our topics are off the table. This is a program that you can listen to and discuss with your family. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics you want to talk about, such as friendship and relationships, or some more controversial issues about sex, drugs, and underage drinking. Join the Paper Hope Street Team live every Monday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time, on the Voice America Kids channel. Let's talk soon. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. 
For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Young Juwan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow, and if you're just tuning in, our program today deals with being responsible and accountable. Our special guest today, Roxy Bardo, knows what it means to be responsible. She's a 17-year-old pop recording artist, originally from Tennessee, currently residing in Los Angeles, California. Roxy is a professional songwriter, as well as the owner of Roxy Bardo Entertainment 2013. As an avid animal lover and firm believer in philanthropy, Roxy hopes to bring positive change to the world through her platform and music. Roxy is also very passionate about fashion and hopes to have a clothing line one day soon. So hello Roxy and welcome to Express Yourself. Hi, thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So our first question of the day, as you are a recording artist and you have to be determined and responsible. And so how does being responsible relate to being a recording artist? Has that had any impact on your being responsible or the other way around? Yes, for sure. I feel like um, you have to take responsibility for your life in a way, you know, and um, hold yourself accountable to reach your goals. Um, I kind of have a saying like luck is when opportunity meets preparedness. And basically that is exactly what that is, being responsible, doing exactly what you have to do to reach your goals. And then when that opportunity arises, you're prepared and you can grasp it. Can you tell us a little bit more about your EP? And that's also a great, great answer as well. And I completely agree with that. I think that if you have goals and you have these really big dreams, you just have to be determined and really set yourself for that. Um, like me and Young Ju, for example, are hosting a radio show, and I think never in a million years would I have thought that I would be doing that, but I think that determination and luck really has a lot to do with it. So yes. can you tell us just a little bit about your new EP? Yes. Um, my debut EP is called Roxy. Um, it's got four songs on it featuring my new single, Don't Put Me Down. And um, the songs are pretty similar. Um, they've all got the kind of the same vibe and the same feeling, um, but they have a couple different messages. Um, the main one being about support, basically support from your family and friends and how um, also if you believe in yourself, you can accomplish anything. You know, it's just about um, persistence and drive and you can get where you're going. And who are your musical influences? Um, I would have to say my number one musical influence would be Michael Jackson. <laughs> um, I feel like he's had well, he had um, a long career, and he was able to stay relevant his entire career. Career, and I feel like that's um, that's really what I strive to be. That's actually that's so true. My mom used to love the Jackson Five, and then of course everyone knew him just as Michael Jackson as well. And yeah. he's such a classic. So I feel like he's still really... relevant today. Exactly. Yeah, you can listen to his music and still, I mean, love it. It could still be on the yeah. radio. Yeah, it's definitely timeless. So do you ever find it hard to balance having a normal life and being a recording artist? Because I can imagine it can probably be a little bit overwhelming at times. So how is that? I mean, it's definitely overwhelming. Um, I've, I had to graduate high school two years early, honestly, to focus on my career. And um, it's tough, you know. I don't really have a huge social life. But when I do get to hang out with my friends and do just, you know, like fun teenage stuff, I definitely take advantage of that. But um, the majority of the time I am working. So, I mean, it's tough, but it's worth it. You know, it's my passion. And how old were you when you started performing? 
I was very young. Um, I would say that my first like performance was actually in my front yard when I was, um, I would say about five or six. I was in a kindergarten and um, I had my neighbors be my backup dancers and we performed <laughs> grandparents. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable and definitely foreshadowing to your future. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you like to do in your free time besides performing? Because I'm sure being a recording artist takes up a lot of time. So when you're not doing that, what do you like to do? I love doing outdoors activities. I mean, I love hiking. I'm planning on going parasailing for my birthday, my wow. 18th birthday coming up. Yeah, I love doing anything that's like active. And um, I like also getting like a thrill from things, which is why I want to go parasailing. Um, but yeah, anything outdoors. And are you, are, is your family supportive of your career choice? Yes, they are. It's amazing. I feel like, you know, a lot of people have a lot of talent, but they don't have the support that they need to reach their goals. Yeah. And because I have such a supportive family and such a supportive sister and mom, and they were <laughs> make the move with me, I think, I mean, yeah, definitely. It's, it plays a huge part in my life, and it's a big reason why I am becoming so successful now is from the support. And going off on that same topic of family, was it difficult leaving your family behind in Tennessee to follow your dreams? When you went to Los Angeles, your mom and your sister came with? Yes, it's so difficult. Um, my father and my stepmom and um, my brothers are actually in Tennessee, and it's, it's definitely tough. I miss them a lot, but I go back and visit, and I mean, you know, it's just a part of it. And also, you said that you were really into fashion. So any advice for our listeners who are maybe trying to establish their style for the school year and they want some tips on that? Yes. Um, I would definitely just say wear what you're comfortable in. I mean, you know, be as stylish as you want to be, you know, but to your comfort zone. If you don't feel comfortable in it, then you won't give off the confidence. And that's really what matters. That's what makes people look at you and go, oh, wow, and, you know, as aspire to be like you. And thanks so much, Roxy. Roxy's new EP, Roxy, is available for purchase on iTunes and Amazon. We're so excited about her, and she's coming back for next segment, so stay tuned. And in the meanwhile, you can find out more about her at roxybardo.com. And it's time to go to break. I'm Young Juan. And I'm Caitlin Darrow. During the break, you'll be treated to Roxy's single, Alive. Visit our creative community at btsya.com. Stay with us for our final segment as we'll bring Roxy back to converse with her about her recording career and the importance of being responsible. Stay with us. Express Yourself Teen Radio will be right back. I burned her name into my memory. She's fresh there. And is she my friend or is she my enemy? Well, the past
Mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the Fame Game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Hey, thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. Our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. I'm Caitlin Darrow. And I'm Young Junon. And we've been talking about responsibility today. And we have our awesome guest, Roxy, again, to talk to us about her 
singing, songwriting career and what it means for her to be responsible. Hi, Roxy. Welcome back. Hi. Now, my first question for you is actually about all of your philanthropy work, which I totally commend and agree with because I do a segment here called The Gift of Giving where I talk about volunteerism. So can you tell us a little bit more about the volunteer and philanthropy work that you do? Yes, um, I definitely do any philanthropy work that I can do whenever I have the time. Whenever there's an opportunity to give back and volunteer, I do so. Um, I love doing um, work with the LA Mission, like feeding the homeless. I did that back in Easter, and I'm planning on going back again in November for their oh, awesome. thing. And um, also, I've been ta in talks with a couple of anti-bully organizations um, about okay. getting some campaigns going, using my new single, Don't Put Me Down. And, um, yeah, I'm very passionate about giving back, and I really, in the future especially, I want to start up some organizations um, that can help the world in so many different ways. There's so many causes, um, and I really, I really want to be a part of it. And do you have any, like, personal stories of, like, why you're so focused on these volunteer works? Like, I know I volunteer, like, because of personal experiences. Like, I teach Korean, and so it's really important for me that little kids have their culture, like, do you have a, a backstory to your volunteering experiences? I mean, for sure. Um, I think that, especially since, since we've been out here, me and my family, um, we've mm -hmm. gone through a lot of hardships. And I feel like um, it's important to help others because I understand what it's like to go through struggle and, um, you know, to feel down and feel like there's no one there to help pick you up. Um, and so it's, that's basically where my wanting to give back comes from. Basically just, you know, hardships over my life, numerous things. And also because um, my sister is very actively involved in different organizations as well. And she's taught me a lot, a lot about wow. um, yeah. like global water crisis <laughs> and, you know, things like that. And so, yeah. I'm just, you know, I just I really want to help. We have yeah, to I definitely understand. Yeah, that's extremely, extremely inspirational. And I actually do a lot of volunteering as well. As I said, I started a 501c3 nonprofit. So I do know a lot about giving back and philanthropy work. So it's really, really amazing to see a young person like you giving back and volunteering. So going on to a little bit of a different subject, how would you describe your personal style since you also like fashion? I would definitely say that um, I'm like rocker chic. Um, I like... <laughs> being a little bit edgy, but I definitely like wearing like the button-ups with the cute little collars. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I get into different things. I go through different phases. Obviously, I think everyone does. Um, but right now, I'm definitely into like the rocker chic thing, especially with all my performances and the interviews that I'm doing. I'm into being like classy and clean cut and together, but having a little bit of the edge, like a hot pink pump or studs. I'm obsessed <laughs> with studs right now. Um, so yeah, that's where I am. And how did you come about developing your personal style? It's, I mean, it really takes a lot of effort. You know, I always tell people it's not about money when it comes to style. It's really more about how much effort you're willing to put into putting your look together. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it takes more work than anything. But <laughs> once you start going and kind of get those creative juices flowing, it definitely gets easier. Yeah, I definitely know one of my friends is very fashionable. And I always ask her, oh, hey, where'd you get that skirt or where'd you get that shirt? And she's like, oh, I found it at this random thrift shop. And, oh, my aunt gave it to me. So it's definitely a work in progress. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I think it's a lot about just getting those staple pieces and then building from there. But obviously you're so passionate about music. And I can totally tell just from talking to you and really hearing you talk about 
being a recording artist. So can you please describe the process of writing a song and how that is? Because I've never done any songwriting at all before, but I like to write poetry and I always write little short stories. So how does it differ from that? Um, I mean, it's actually really similar. Um, most of my songs are written from personal experience. Um, but lately, actually, I've been writing um, songs from other perspectives. Like, you know, if I'm talking to someone or if I get into an argument or my relationship with someone, I like to kind of turn things around and then write things from their perspective. And um, I've been doing that a lot lately. And it's, I mean, the process is different every time, really. Sometimes a melody will just come to my head and it'll be like the chorus. Or sometimes I'll just come up with a couple good verses and I'll start from the very beginning all the way to the end. It's very different, but um, it's more of like a natural thing. And it, it kind of just has to come when it comes. And I have to take it when I'm able to receive it. And here at Be The Star You Are, we are all about empowering teens, women, and families. We have with us your single, Don't Put Me Down, which is all about owning your power and responsibility. And so, we will play it. Great. I run my mouth like 4048, look at that track when my self made shame, shame. It's hot out here, feels like too much, crystal clear that I've lost touch with a game, with a game.
<laughs> we are out of time again, but thanks so much for joining us here on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Please stay tuned to Express Yourself Teen Radio every Tuesday at noon Pacific. For the latest on what's happening with youth, I'm Caitlin Darrow. And, uh, and thanks to Star Style Productions, Be the Star You Are, and Kid Star for producing this show. Thanks to our Voice America Kids crew, especially Perry Damone and Bruce Solstein. Thanks to our guests from across the world. And thanks to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. Up next, a track from Kid Star Album of the Month. I'm Young Juan. You've been listening to Express Yourself, an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. Until next week, remember, speak up and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself. Produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars get My name is Lindsay Marie from The Bookworm, and now from the Kidstar Album of the Month, here's Mr. Saxophone, Dave Farver, with What's That Sound? All around, funny sounds greet you every day. Sometimes little scary sounds will make you run away. Then there's all those beautiful sounds that make me want to sing. I have found so many sounds to make my life worth living. I hear a wacky sound. I hear a scary sound. I hear a funny sound. I hear a mysterious sound. I hear a grumpy sound. Mom, I don't want to clean my room. I hear an old car sound. I hear a pretty sound. I hear a silly sound. I have found so many sounds to make my life worth living. When I want to hear, I use my ears to figure what the sound might be. Sometimes just by listening, I can name it perfectly. So let's close our eyes, listen close, play this game with me. Without your eyes, identify what you can hear but just can't see. Now what's this? That's a little doggy. Now what's that? That's a little birdie. Now what's this? That's a little turkey. Now what's that? That's a little ducky. Now what's this? That's a little horsey. Now what's that? That's a little froggy. Now what's this? That's a little rooster. Now what's that? That's a little kitty. I have found so many sounds to make my life worth living. All around, funny sounds greet you every day. Sometimes little scary sounds will make you run away. Then there's all those beautiful sounds that make me want to sing. I have found so many sounds to make my life worth living. What's that sound? 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 
That was Dave Farver, Mr. Saxophone, from the Kidstar Album of the Month. Check it out on our website, kidstar.org. <laughs>